ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life. We are really so very glad that you were here with, with us and, and that you tuned into this broadcast. We've got a very powerful, special guest with us today. Her name is Chantel Cooley, and uh, she's a very, very successful, prosperous entrepreneur. Uh, she's the owner of two universities, the top schools in our nation, and uh, a prophet of the Lord. And uh, how God has used her is, is just amazing. And uh, she'll be with us here in just a minute. But before we do that, I wanted to share some things that the Lord has spoken to me uh, for this hour as I was praying this week. And uh, uh, I want to give you hope. You know, hope is so important for our lives. And as I was praying this week, uh, the Lord showed me the camp of the enemy. It was just, it was unusual, but God showed me the camp of the enemy, like he did with Joshua and like he did with Gideon. God opened my eyes to see the encampment of, of demons who were unable to celebrate. They were frustrated, they were upset, they were angry because they could not stop the hope and they could not steal the vision from the people of God. They were frustrated because Christians... We're declaring, we're taking it back, we're taking it back, we're taking it back. And uh, they begin to turn on each other and, and attack each other, uh, trying to destroy each other, just as they did when they were assembled against Jehoshaphat in the Valley of Decision. You know, and the sound of the saints, sounds of hope, sounds of rejoicing, began to torment them even further. And as this eruption of praise filled the atmosphere. Jesus, the mighty man of war, he arose and began slicing with his mighty sword in hand and, and demolished the hounds of hell. You know, all along the saints of God were worshiping and declaring, we're taking it back, we're taking it back, we're taking it back, till every enemy was fully defeated. And just like Jehoshaphat, that valley of decision turned into the valley of Barakah, the valley of incredible blessings. I want you to know God is up to something right now. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. God is turning everything around right now. And I speak now the turnaround. I decree the reversal of fortunes. I, re I, I de declare and decree in Jesus' name a return of all that was stolen in the last season, and I declare even seven times greater than it originally was returned back to you, and we will gather in the spoils of war for many years to come. I prophesy it now in the name of Yeshua, Yahweh, Almighty God, the Lord of hosts, the King of glory, Jesus Christ. Amen. Father God, we honor you today with our total faith and our total trust in you. The reapers will overtake the sowers, Father. That's what your word says. And I see many young ones, many, many like a Tim Tebow, who will fool the people and cause them to invest billions of dollars into their dreams, and they will plunder the coffers of darkness. I see many young ones who have been upset because they could not make a door open. But God is holding those smaller doors shut so that he can open up great doors of great influence and blessing for you. 
Stand and see the salvation of our God. Amen. He is a rewarder. He has gone before you, and the word of God says his reward is with him. Amen. There'll be many treasures brought forth, and the blessing of the kingdom of God will happen. God will release many treasures so that they can bless the kingdom of God. The devil has no right. He had no right to come and steal from you. He had no right to threaten or intimidate you. He had no right to try to influence the children. He had no right to invade. He had no right to do the things that he's done in our nation. But God is about to do something highly unusual something unprecedented, something that has never been done before. These are the things that God has spoken to me. He's about to do something we've never seen before. It is unprecedented. And right now, the enemies of God are imploding, and they're turning on each other and destroying each other. And the pit that they dug for God's people, they will be thrown into it. The gallows they constructed to hang you on, they themselves will be hung on them. Before the summer is closed, and by the end of September, this will have occurred. I'm prophesying to you. There'll be a celebration in the streets of America, celebrating just as they did when the horse and the rider had been thrown into the sea. That's a powerful prophetic word. Look out now. God is moving and changing everything, and we will stand and see the salvation of our God. Amen? I'm so glad you tuned into this broadcast. I want to invite you to visit our websites, martylayton.com and lifepointchurch.cc. Lifepoint has an E on it. So it's lifepointchurch.cc and martylayton.com. You're going to find words of encouragement there. You're going to find a place that you can share your prayer requests and your testimonies. And I take these things every day in prayer before the Lord, and I pray for you. I pray and I believe God for your breakthrough. We're called to carry each other's burdens before the Lord in prayer. And I want to gain the victory and overcome so that you can win. I want you to have the victory. And so I pray for you. Sometime. You know, I, I take time every day, and, uh, and, and I pray three times a day for our partners. And uh, I want to encourage you to take just a few moments and go to the website and send us your prayer requests and watch how everything begins to change and, you know, it begins to break through because of our unity, because of our coming together, and it'll break through for you. Amen? Amen. You know, today we have a very special guest with us, a woman who has fought through and opposed the opposition, pressed past the oppression, destroyed the destroyer, and all through faith in Jesus Christ. She is a great prophetic warrior in the marketplace and a powerful prophet to the nations. So please help me to make welcome to Speak Life, Chantel Cooley. Welcome to Speak Life, Chantel, and uh, we, we know all about your ministry, but uh, our audience is new to you, so tell us a little bit about your ministry, but especially how the Word of the Lord shaped the future that you're living in today. You got a prophetic word years ago, and, and it kind of opened things up, so tell us a little bit about that, and tell us who you are and all of that. Okay. Well, thank you, Pastor Marty. It's so good to be with you, and I just really... Uh, 
respect what you carry. So I'm really glad to be here with you. Uh, Chantel Cooley Ministries is a part of something that I started right before I retired from Columbia Southern University. I'm co-founder uh, of Columbia Southern University and um, vice president as well. And of course I retired, so now I'm in the parent company. We own two universities, but it all wow. started way back. And so it looks good now, but it was really rough in the beginning. <laughs> wow. So tell us about that now. That's a big statement there. You, you own two universities. And mm-hmm. what are the names of the universities? And if someone wants in our audience wants to know mm-hmm. about it, what is, what is that all about? Tell us about that. Okay. Well, we're, uh, we're strictly online with Columbia Southern University. That's the mother. Um, and it's, uh, it's about a, a 64,000 square foot building, three story. It houses all our administrative and educational staff, provost. And we have about 40 different degree programs from associate to doctorate. Wow. And um, strictly online. So that's ColumbiaSouthern.edu. Wow. And yeah, the majority age that goes to that university is about 35 years old and up. But mm-hmm. we're starting to see millennials get in there too, younger, because they want to go to work now and do their, um, you know, their college work at night or whenever they can fit it in to a busy life. It's kind of our uh, motto, you know, uh, get educated during life. Wow. And then, then Waldorf, we acquired it about uh, maybe 13 years ago. It's waldorf.edu. It's located in Forest City, Iowa. It's more of a brick and mortar okay. uh, location. It's over 100 years old and it has Lutheran background, uh, but it, it, it's uh, more of a liberal arts university. And it also has an online portion of about 4,500 online and about 600 um, on-campus students wow. with about 30 different um, sports programs that, that uh, can many can go into. It also has a pillar program where you can actually get a scholarship. So uh, if you go to waldorf.edu, you can click find pillar program and look into that. It's really mm-hmm. a cool program to get into. Wow. And so what kind of, what, so this all began, we were, we were alluding to with a prophetic word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so t- tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, my family, um, you know, we were, the, dad was entrepreneur. We, we climbed <laughs> the ladder and we fell. We had the pool, <laughs> the Cadillac and the driveway. And then we had no Cadillac and no pool, <laughs> no home. <laughs> no so driveway. Yeah. It, it, you know, we're the, we're the, the, the funny story about that Cadillac is I'll never forget. It's kind of a trauma, I guess you could say, but um, the, 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 the springs in the, um, the trunk broke. And so <laughs> we would go somewhere and it wouldn't hold, it wouldn't, stay open we would have to hold it up oh, and goodness. so we just kind of like lean like hey i'll just hold this up and the kids were so embarrassed oh, that's but you funny. know that's yeah that's part of our character but we had an old um 
pain pole that we pulled out of the woods. You know, you can make a pole and, and, and actually from those canes and fish with it. But, well, we cut it off. So we, we keep it in the trunk and then prop it up to hold up. <laughs> truck when no one was looking to get whatever we needed out of there so too funny about that yeah i mean oh my gosh there's so many stories i probably don't remember them because i don't want to but it's just part of character <laughs> we'll, god you know we'll pray it. trauma prayers for you later <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes i can relate to anyone that's been through those hard times you just want to go you know i i, I want to forget it. it was like my daughter you know Somebody said, you know, how Chantel, you really, you and your brother, you really, uh, you went through a lot and look at you now. And I'm like, thank you. And um, what about your kids? I said, listen, I'm teaching them, but I don't want to go through poverty again and bring them through it so they yeah. can learn. I'm going to really do double time, you know, to, to teach them the values of um, you know, money and, and, yes. and also being humble. So what was so cool is, Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, we, we go through things, uh, even as as a prophet, you know, you go through things uh, so that those that you minister to and those that you raise up don't have to go through those things. But uh, part of the process, yeah. you know, uh, Bishop Bill Hammond, who's uh, my spiritual dad, your spiritual dad, uh, you know, he he says God makes the man before he releases the ministry. And that making process, you know, many are called, uh, but few are chosen, Scripture says. And, and that uh, in the, in the uh, original languages, many are called and few are qualified. Uh, so there is a qualifying process. And, and, you know, it's keeping the right heart as we go through all kinds of uh, challenges in life and, and uh, you know, having the right perspective uh, and allowing God to keep your, uh, keep your heart through all that. And, and, uh, you know, there are shortcuts that people take, but they get, they shortchange themselves. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. I just, you know, you can tell when somebody has gone through it and, uh, they came out not smelling like smoke, you know, they went through the fire, but they didn't come out smelling like smoke. And so, uh, but we love that. And, uh, I know the yeah. making process is, uh, it's huge. You know, uh, Jacob, uh, wrestled with God and, uh, you know, uh, God said, uh, he, 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 Jacob said, don't let me go. I'm not letting you go until you bless me. And, uh, and God said, well, what's your name? You know? And, uh, and so, uh, so often we go through these processes and, uh, and we wrestle with the Lord, so to speak, and we're wrestling with our circumstances and wrestling with the Lord in our circumstances. But then God reminds us who we really are. And that's when God showed uh, Jacob uh, as he got through that process. He was at the end of that whole development process. And he said, uh, what's your name? And he said, uh, I'm Jacob. And he said, well, your name is Israel. You're, you're actually the one that received the anointing. You're actually the one who had it all. So it's been in you the whole time. Uh, I just use this process to bring that out of you. And uh, I think sometimes uh, people don't realize the value of the process and how it brings out of us what God really already created us uh, with and, and has released within us uh, prior to that. And you've gone through, I mean, I've, I've heard some of your uh, some of your stories. You've gone through a lot of different things. Uh, but I just love that now you you are 
uh, molding uh, and sculpting uh, people throughout the nations. And uh, how many people are on in the online university? Just curious. There's about, um, there's 25,000 um, active Good students Lord. daily. Wow. Yeah. And then 60 plus <laughs> alumni, 60,000 alumni, something like that. See, I love that because I believe that there are, uh, I, I believe in ministers in the marketplace. And, uh, and so do you, I know, and cultural influencers. Uh, but those that, those that uh, walk with that prophetic anointing, uh, who listen to the Holy Spirit, and uh, and uh, you're uh, you're a, a prime example of that, and uh, how you triumphed and you know overcame all those things, uh, you, your parents, and uh, and now you're you're releasing that same mantle to your children. Uh, it's just powerful, you know. Our kids don't have to go through the same thing. Uh, a seed reproduces after its own kind. The Bible says mm-hmm. it so. Uh, I think there's things that we went through that we can uh, shortcut their uh, their process so that they can go further uh, and not have to go through the same things we went through. They can build yeah. on top of what we've accomplished. And so, uh, but getting back to the ministers in the marketplace, you know, I believe God is moving in America the beautiful right now. And uh, I believe God's watching over his people. He's got his angels watching over his people, listening to what they're saying uh, so that they can begin to act upon uh, the words that come out of their mouths. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one of the things I encourage our business people to do is to keep the word of the Lord active in your mouth. Uh, Continue to prophesy what God has said. And uh, and that's what uh, Psalm 103 says, angels uh, will act upon the voice of the word of the Lord. And so it's not just they act on the word of the Lord, they act on the voice of the word of the Lord. Somebody's got to give voice to it. And so when our business folks uh, are struggling <clears throat> or going through a challenging moment, I encourage them to put the word of the Lord back in your mouth and uh, activate uh, the the forces of heaven because those that are for us are far greater than those that are against us, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so tell me a little bit about how you how I know that you mentor a lot of business people as well, and uh, tell me a little bit about your approach there. Well, yeah, it's it's I think it's a different season to now um, mentor uh, non Christians and Christians in the business world. And I really love it. It's so much fun. And I think one of the, the things that God showed me is, is, is I was saying, God, you know, how am I supposed to mentor these people? I've never gone through, um, you know, all those mentoring programs. I didn't have time. I'm working. And he says, I will teach you what to do. Just take people into your office and begin to help them succeed in life. They want to make money pay their bills. And so I focused on that, which then influenced them and brought them. And many got saved that way from Buddhist to agnostic to um, men who had, there were directors over departments. They had a backslidden. So it was just a blast because you, you really, it wasn't like I was, I was, I wasn't pushing Jesus. You wouldn't hear me say that because you have to be very careful in the business world. But um, I would, um, 
I would just love them like Jesus would and accept them where they're at. And I think that's the key. Wow. That's, that's an awesome, I, I mean, expound on that. That is, uh, I mean, more people need to hear that. Uh, you know, God is love and we need to love mm-hmm. people. Uh, and, you know, the church too, too much, all too often has a reputation of being critical and uh, hard. And, uh, you know, Jesus, he walked among the unsaved constantly. Uh, he yeah. lived uh, with with the backslidden, and uh, you know what the what the uh, what the uh, Pharisees called the sinners and the publicans, and and um, you know the, the, they were they looked down their nose at him. Jesus lived mm-hmm. with those people. You know, I grew up in a town where there was a lot of a uh, lot of you know, what somebody might consider the off-scouring of society. You know, that was my, that was my hometown, you know. And uh, those people love like none other, you know. And uh, it's in them to love like God loves. And so uh, I always just love people. And, you know, Scripture says it's the goodness of God that brings men to repentance and, and to cause them to change their ways and change their pathway and, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love that you said you just kind of love them right where they are, uh, and God does the rest, right? Yes. You know, I in the, in the business world, you don't find too many leaders that they're very critical and they wound people. And mm-hmm. I, have, I have to go in and clean up the wounds from past leaders. Of course, when I found out it was some of our leaders – then I went and said, okay, I got to go work on the, your boss yeah. Yeah. because I don't like that. We, we created a culture in Columbia Southern that is to change lives internal, which is our uh, staff. There are customers too, and external. And a lot of leaders don't focus on good customer service internal. Mm. They forget about that. And those are real people and they have a heart. They go home to a family, and if that boss has wounded them or tore them mm. down, it, it's devastating. And yeah. they may not know the Lord, but it doesn't matter to me. <clears throat> so at our university, they know when they come in for interviews that the um, the, the Mays and Cooley family, Mays is my maiden name because my brother was a president, and then we merged our families, of course, together. But Mays and Cooley family, we have the values of of Christ and we're Christians and we want to take care of all our employees. We found out that <laughs> the all the employees loved our values because we're taking care of them, which takes care of their family. We also, when they come through that door their first time, we want to take their talents that they've built up from other companies. And we want to use them and then we want to grow that employee uh, personal growth. And then, of course, um, hopefully they'll fit in and they can help us grow the university. And our motto is changing lives through education. We say that a million times, times a million. And it's on our walls. I put it everywhere because I knew that they need to see it. And so we. I did some crazy stuff, but you know, it, it was fun. I, I made the culture like 
you just had to get to work. It didn't matter if you're tired or exhausted. You, you just you you wanted to give us a hundred percent because it was your company yes. and you enjoyed your at the atmosphere you worked in. So it it was pretty amazing while I was there. I all right, people still talk about some of the things that we used to do. Well, I, that's I mean that's how we we handle the things very similarly. You know, I believe God is always. Uh, like a good shepherd watching over his flock and looking out for you and I and and always uh, loving on us. It doesn't mean he doesn't correct us. Uh, a good father does, you know. Uh, but uh, King David wrote that uh, God's always thinking good thoughts towards us, always. And uh, we are constantly on God's mind. Uh, Prophet Jeremiah said, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not evil to give you a future and a hope. Uh, and then you'll call on me and pray to me, and I'll listen to you. Uh, you'll seek me, you'll find me, and when you search with all your heart, uh, I'll be found by you. So God is with us. God is for us. He's protecting us. He's got great plans in motion uh, for our lives, for our families, for our nation. And uh, when we love on people, I think that uh, causes the best of them to come out, and uh, mm -hmm. and that that best of them is really their vulnerability, and when they're vulnerable like that, God can really really do some great things uh, in their lives. You know, uh, one, another agree. scripture I I like to point out is, if God be for us, then who can be against us? It's not just if God be for me, and so God expects us to be. Uh, loving and caring for one another and, and to pull each other together. And, you know, every joint uh, fitly joined together with every joint supplying. And so uh, I love that approach. I love that people love to go to work, you know, and and express their, their gifts. And, you know, the Lord is our light and our salvation. Who shall we fear? And so we mm -hmm. go to work with that light. And uh, if, if we create that um, uh, that atmosphere of light and life and love. People who don't know the Lord, uh, it drives the darkness out of them. It causes them to, to want to change and to know the God of our salvation. Amen? Amen. Uh, so, I, I, I like ahead. that one thing, you know, we, we, God gives us the ability to influence others. And if we learn to use it right, whether we're in wealth or success, people go, well, I want to get under them so yes. I can learn how to make money. And so I think we really need to like see that as a business person that you may be successful, but there's that's really not the big picture. The big picture is you're you have influence and the woman at the well. She had great influence. Yes. She just got it all messed up. And then Jesus, the word was there waiting on her. And I like Marty where he, he Jesus wanted to know he, he could have made a, um, a jar appear for him to get his own water. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He but could have he, done anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think um, as a leader and as he was, he wanted to show her that I, I need you. And, and that made her feel like, oh, I, maybe I am somebody. So mm -hmm. as a, in leadership, I 
I listen and I try to get on the same level and understand what they've been through, even at work. See, yeah. it's the same thing. It's just a little different. You know, the interesting thing in that scripture is, is Jesus said, I must go by Samaria. I must go do this. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and she's literally the only person in scripture at that point that he ministered to in Samaria. She was a Samaritan mm-hmm. woman and not a Jew. And so he said, I must go over there. And so she didn't know anything about the covenant. She didn't know anything about uh, God. Or So he went and, and, and showed her the heart of the Father. And, uh, but, and she's the only one he ministered to. And then she went out and evangelized the entire city. And uh, so I think, yeah. I, I believe it's vital to understand the prophetic uh, in our lives today. I think it's a, an emphasis of the Holy Spirit. You gotta, we've got to have discernment. Uh, in order to truly walk in our calling, you know, Jesus, at the end of his uh, time of testing and uh, and being tempted by the devil, uh, after 40 days and 40 nights, you know, he, he was uh, under attack, spiritual attack, and, and uh, Jesus rebuked, being the word, rebuked the devil with the word, yeah. but the the point I want to make is he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. Uh, That means God has a now word for you, a now word. Uh, He's always, it's always proceeding from the Father. And, uh, And so all that we put our hands to, all that we do, we need to be able to discern the voice of the Father so that like Jesus said, I must go by Samaria. You know, he was about the Father's business. And so he had to discern the voice of the Father and understood that you can't live just by bread alone. You've got to hear what the Father's directions are. You've got to hear what the Father's saying to do. And so I believe that means God has a now word for everybody. And uh, even someone like the Samaritan woman who who wasn't necessarily a, a a daughter of Abraham, uh, but God sent Jesus over there uh, to reach her, and she reached the entire city. That's such a powerful understanding of what we can do as leaders and, and, and ministers in the marketplace. You know, and I agree, and um, after she left, I bet she prophesied over herself as she went to that city. I am good enough. I know who I am. I have talents. I'm an influencer. And, you know, it wasn't like she was perfect right then. She was getting transformed. And I like this story because the Samaritan woman doesn't have a name. So I can put my name in there and go, okay, I need to drink from the living water. Why am I pulling from my own strengths? You know, I need to go into God's ability. And, you know, what a, um, she got a hold of her influence and figured it out. It's through Christ. And I think we've got to do that. We, we all have jobs and, and, and abilities, but it's in Christ we can do, we can prophesy. 
what God says over our lives. We can line up with him and prophesy it. God, you said this. You said I'm going to build a universe. You said it'd go up like a rocket. And that's exactly what Bishop Hammond prophesied over us. Wow. And, and Marty, we, we never lost sight. I try to go back. It's over 30 years. And I'm like, how? We had so many giants in our way telling us that we weren't good enough because we came out of poverty and put us down. And who were we? And, you know, and we just never lost sight of it. I even I, I mean, we, we said it over and over again. I, I'm sure that's part of it. We were prophesying over ourselves. and We didn't even know what we were doing. Yeah. Well, you know, the first question in the Bible, I'm sure you know this first question in the Bible was uh, the serpent asking Eve, hath God said? Is that really what God said? You know, and I think that's where a lot of people uh, delay their destiny, if, if we can say it that way, uh, is they, they get caught up in the questions, they get caught up in why is this going on? And, and uh, you know, instead of just continuing to say, God has plans for me he's he's to do me good to give me a future and a hope and i'm always on his mind he's thinking good thoughts toward me uh, you can't count the number of thoughts that god has towards me all the time and all of them are good and uh you know i think it's that uh that you've got to choose that uh fr- that framing of your thinking mm-hmm. you've got to put on the mind of christ and and when uh there is a challenge like that. That's the first thing that comes out of me. Uh, you know, yeah. we have been, we've been in ministry. I've been in ministry since I was 17 and uh, I just turned 58. So that is 41 years of, of ministry. It's hard for me to even think about wow. that. But, uh, but the, the idea is that, you know, through those years, uh, and I'm sure it's the same for you. You had to keep yourself encouraged. David encouraged himself in the Lord, in yeah. himself in the Lord. And uh, like you're saying, I'm sure the woman at the well had to encourage herself. Uh, but look at the fruit of that. I mean, she turned the whole city mm-hmm. around for Jesus. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I believe uh, the prophetic is so vital. Without a vision, people perish. Without that prophetic flow in their lives uh people will perish and uh uh so i i just uh i commend you for for the things that you've accomplished you know i think it's incredible uh to see you can you don't take credit for it you step back and say look what the lord has done and uh and that's truly what it Mm -hmm. is and that's that's your reputation by the way whether you know it or not <laughs> your reputation oh. is look what the lord has done you know and um i think it's just incredible uh you know and you. and you know right now there's a lot of prophetic a lot of uh prophecy out there a lot of people uh, saying thus saith the lord this thus saith the lord that and sometimes they just seem to be uh direct opposites or uh, you know, they're saying things. Some people are questioning the prophetic. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of people out there that are just immature in their gifting and their anointing. Maybe they, they get a piece of it right and a piece of it wrong. You know, a piece of it's them, a piece of it's God. Uh, you know, Hebrews 5.14 says, Strong meat belongs to those that are of full age. 
who are able to discern uh, good from evil. You know, what, is it me or is it God? And so I think there's a lot of that going on out there. Uh, and it's causing some people to be shaken in their faith. And uh, But 1 Corinthians 14, 29 says, Let the prophets prophesy, let the other prophets judge. And so mm-hmm. what do you do uh, in your business setting, in in your, of course, you, you, you don't just operate in business. You, you minister uh, in pulpits all over the world. And so uh, what do you do when people come up to you and say, well, this is what the Lord said to me. How do you handle that situation? Well, <clears throat> I think um, one of the, to go back to how I handle it, I got into Proverbs probably when I was about 17. Me and my brother did. And we read it every day, you know, John Maxwell, I read something where he did that, you know, whatever the date is, you'd read that Proverbs. And so we got into a lot of wisdom and wisdom produces wealth in every area of your life, really. Yes. And we got on that wavelength and we were able to pull wisdom. It was actually attracted to us because that's the word. Yes. And we were able to walk in a lot of wisdom beyond our years. We pray that and prophesy that God, I thank you that we have wisdom beyond our years. We think 20 years older than we are because when dad died, we took it over. We were in our early thirties <laughs> and people questioned us. So uh, like, can they do it or whatever? So uh, back to what your question was, we walk in a lot of wisdom. And so when people come up to me and say that, you know what? I just try to get them in the word because, you know, God's perfect will is the word. And if you're in the word and dwelling in it, because you can always tell when someone's not speaking the word over their life, that maybe they don't know how Um, they're, they're just kind of speaking from their logic, which ends and it, it limits you. Yes. (laughs) So there's more, you know, um, there's more you got to pull from the inner man. So I really try to direct them and let's get you in the word of God. Yeah. Let's teach you to speak what God speaks over your life. And yes. I get to do this a lot in the business world, in the education world uh, God just opens doors because I have prayed favor over my life, all my life since yes. I was 17, 18 years old. I, I stored up the word and I really dwelled on those scriptures about favor. Favor is like a shield about, about me. I think that's Psalm 5 and, and, and Psalm 1. I'm like a tree planted by the streams of water, which yes. yields its fruit in due season, you know, all those things. So my what I carry is, of course, what I've been through, like you said, um, <laughs> is I get them focused on what did the word say about you? And it kind of... <laughs> diminishes everything and then they kind of get their eyes reset yeah i that's excellent i mean that is exactly how i would handle things the word logic uh we get our word logic from the same word logos and so uh it, it is logical to think certain ways uh and god framed it that way but continue with the word uh jesus is the word made flesh and so uh he is he is all logic. He is all wisdom. He is all uh, understanding. Uh, he is revelation knowledge. And so I do the same thing. I bring them back to the word. You know, strong meat belongs to those that are full age, of yeah. full age. And uh, sometimes there's things that are just our flesh. Even though it may sound logical, mm-hmm. 
Uh, you mm-hmm. got to go further than that. And so uh, there's a lot of people that uh, I think over-prophesy, that's my term, uh, sometimes, yeah. and they they get out there and uh, and they 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 get uh, excited. And uh, to me, it comes down to mentoring uh, and under mm-hmm. being able to be teachable, uh, being able to be moldable, uh, and, and not be a know-it-all. You know, I think that's a big deal. Right. You have to be teachable, and and wise people are teachable. It doesn't matter how. Uh, long you've been in the ministry, how much you've been in the Word, you know, there's always something more God can can reveal to you. And so, again, I I think the day of um, moving in that prophetic mantle and that prophetic generation, the prophetic anointing, is so vital. Uh, to you should have an understanding of it and 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 uh, mm-hmm. apply it every day. And, uh, you know, the, the when David was faced with life-altering uh, challenges, uh, you know, in 1 Samuel 30, uh, at Ziklag, everything was stolen, everything was burned mm-hmm. to the ground. He had no uh, concept of what, if there was anybody left, where is his wife, his wives and his children and all the wives of his men and their belongings, just a pile of burned rubble is all they had. Uh, but what was the key David used? He got into the presence of the Lord and mm-hmm. uh, and encouraged himself in the Lord. You know, I believe we need to stay in his presence and in his word and be full of revelation and wisdom and understanding. And, uh, and that's when David got the instructions from the Lord, pursue, mm-hmm. overtake, and without fail, recover all, which meant it's not all gone, David. It doesn't matter how bad it looks, God can turn it yeah. around. You know, as a nation, it looks pretty bad right now. Uh, America is not looking very strong. But I believe th- the same uh, word, uh, it looked that way to David. Uh, but I've been in the presence of the Lord, and I know many prophets who are, uh, and God is still saying the same thing, pursue overtake and without fail you'll recover all and so i just encourage i encourage people to uh, uh to stay in the word stay in his presence we're not we're not discounting logic uh but at the same time we're not limited to the facts uh you know the truth changes the facts every day and so we we take the truth of god's word and we continue to declare it, and the facts begin to change uh, and shift. And, and uh, I've seen that in, in every situation. As uh, as uh, a musician uh, over the years, you know, professional musician as well. Uh, you know, I had to be in worldly situations. I had to be in difficult challenges, but at the same time, I was full of His presence. I was full of His Word. Uh, I could hear the voice of God, and you know we change atmospheres that way, and uh, and so I just encourage people. It's the prophetic; it's what this generation needs. They need to know the voice of God. Jesus said, "My sheep hear my voice, and a stranger's voice they're not going to listen to." And and uh, man cannot live by bread alone, by logic alone. 
that's prepared, you know, set in stone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. Oh, that's so powerful. I, I knew we connected for some reason because we <laughs> really love the word. We always go back to the word. That's our foundation. Oh, yeah. and we'll never, uh, you know, the devil can't defeat the word if it's in us. And Christ is a hundred feet tall in us. Yes. <laughs> you know, let's go a thousand miles this way instead of going out that way. Yes. And um, let's go. I, I was uh, when I was in Brazil just a couple of days ago. I love that nation. I really feel like um, there's something big. I keep prophesying that they are the ones because when they worship and praise, I mean, it's immediate. Um, they just melt. Yeah. And it's real. Never yeah. seen anything like it. And I really respect them. So there was, I was preaching the Lord just kind of like, okay, you're going to, you're, you're going to prophesy right now <clears throat> because, um, you know, prophecy, it shifts the atmosphere very quickly. Yes. And um, so, and faith grows up very fast when prophetic starts, if, if it's all, of course, done the way God wants it done. So I walked down there and this young man, I bet he's about 18, 19 years old. He, and he was with his girlfriend and I called him out and I just said, come here. And man, I didn't even hardly begin to prophesy. He just pulled his head down. He had a cap on. He just started weeping. Mm -hmm. And that just showed me that generation, Gen Z millennials, yeah. what is that like age 15 all the way up to 38, somewhere wow. like that. Those are those two generations. They love the prophetic because it's real. It hits them. Yeah. It's almost like it's facts. It's like they want to know the direction. They just want to be steered that way. And I really think that they love mentors. Mm. And I think that there's a new mentoring season, like you mentioned earlier, yeah. coming on this land. Yeah. And I'm really focused on now mentoring a lot because I, I'm like, I had to have people mentor me in the business world oh, yes. and understand spiritual things. Right. Yeah. So I think that's kind of, anyway, that's just something that I've noticed and it was just so powerful. And I just love the prophetic when it breaks the yokes and bondages. It's immediate. Mm. I mean, it just cuts it. Amen. And that, that kid will never be the same again, what God told him. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in some of my ministry, uh, it, you know, we reach a lot of, uh, down and outers, but also up and outers, you know, uh, mm -hmm. there's various, you know, actors or producers or, uh, you know, famous musicians or singers or, or things like that. And, uh, you know, it's the word of the Lord that cuts through everything, you know, and their positions, uh, they can, they can talk to anybody, pick up the phone, talk to anybody. And, uh, but it's when the word of the Lord comes to them, it just changes everything. And uh, I've seen, you know, very famous uh, singers and musicians and, and people that own the movie studios uh, just break under the power of the prophetic word coming into their lives. And mm -hmm. uh, it's no different than the woman at the well. Uh, Jesus caused her to see what she had to repent from, but then empowered her 
uh, with the word yeah. of the Lord to go back and become greater than she'd ever been, and called on the greatness that was already in her and brought it forth. And, you know, one of the beautiful things about the prophetic is that it really does cut everything off immediately. It can cut that stuff right off of people. And uh, so, I, you know, I encourage people to go to uh, ChantelCooley.com and uh, avail yourselves of the materials and the training uh, uh, products that she has available there. And uh, along with Christian International, they have great stuff, along with our uh, website and our materials as well. Uh, I think people need to learn to discern, and uh, and I think they're going to love being addicted to the ministry. They get the Word of God mm-hmm. in them. You know, uh, we used to have a saying when we were being trained by Bishop years ago, uh, garbage in, garbage out, word in, word out. And so uh, the prophetic mm-hmm. ministry is, is all of, it, it comes from the standard of the Word of God. And uh, and so you you that's what you, when the more you put in the more you can pour out and so I just think it's uh, I think it's vital for everyone to flow in the gifts of the spirit and and the, especially the prophetic. Yes. <clears throat> well, I love that. Very good. We are. Can you believe how much time has already flown by? This is uh, this has been a whole lot of fun. Now you have to come yeah. back, and you have to give us updates and and do this uh, with us more, uh, and help us to stay connected with your ministry and and what you're doing. And, and you know we've got a large reach right now, and and want to uh, connect as many people with you as possible. Uh, people who really you know they may not want to become a pastor, but maybe they want to learn in some other area, uh, they can go to your either of your universities and do that. Is that correct? Right. They can get a secular degree, which is amazing, you know, and get yeah. their job. And their job becomes a vehicle for God to use them in the marketplace. And, so powerful. Um, yeah, I mean, education is, um, I mean, of course, the enemies try to destroy education lightly and get involved in it, but education is strong. It's coming out. Yes. And, and it's good. It, it's good to be educated. It gives you confidence. Yeah. Well, if the enemy's attacking it, there must be something very valuable yeah. in there. And uh, I believe that's true. And I think it's important for people to not pull away from, uh, from education because of the attack, but find the right source yeah. uh, so yeah. that you can, again, learn to discern uh, and reach out and, and, and investigate and, and yeah. uh, study to show yourself approved. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, we appreciate you and, and uh, all that you've done for the kingdom. And I want to, uh, before we go, I want to ask if you would just take some time and pray over our audience, and uh, if you sense anything uh, prophetic, go ahead and prophesy that out. And uh, we are just ready uh, to receive right now. So go go ahead. All right. Okay, thank you. So all of those um, on here who are in the marketplace, the business world, I can remember years ago wanting to hear from somebody that worked like I did, and you know it, they weren't there. 
And when they did show up, I wanted to, to pull from them. So I want to pray over you that you're in the business world, marketplace, whatever sector it is. I want to pray life into you. So, Father, I thank you for each person. And I thank you for the purpose. And I thank you for the identity rising up. And it's not about, I feel like the Lord said, it's not about how well you do in your job that he's looking for. He's looking for his identity being put into you and then shown off that you need to show off what God can do. Mm. Rise up and have that confidence that you are good enough. You have the mind of Christ. So you're brilliant and you're well able to do what God's called you to do. So father, we thank you that each person watching, that you're that you're going to believe in yourself, and and I really sense some of you you have this um like it's like uh, it's it's about to explode out of your your inner man. You know you're good enough. You see other people doing good, and you're like I can do that too. But you seem to be kind of hidden in that wilderness place where you just you do great things, but nobody sees it. I wanted to prophesy over you. So Father, we thank you that that person. Yes. will stay put where they are. And I, the Lord, I hear the Lord saying that my son and my daughter, I have called you and appointed you for such a time as this called, appointed, and anointed. And I will do what I said I will do. And I, I sense the Lord says, it's my timing and it's my gifting over your life. And as those two merge together, I am mending you and even resetting you and, and filling you up with my wisdom, my authority to hold up the weight of the dream that God has given you. And yes. so I release faith upon you that you can handle what God is telling you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. And so we release um, that faith upon you that you, that you, your faith will rise up like a hundred story building. It can hold up that heavy dream that God's given you. Because some of you, uh, you seem that you failed. Maybe you think you failed, but you didn't. You just, you just needed more faith to believe that you could do what God's called you to do. So yes. get in the word. And so we release that ability yes. to be able to go after the word like never before. And uh, we break assignments assigned against you. Every legal right the enemy's had against your family, against your purpose and your identity. We stop it and we break it in Jesus name. And we release uh, this new mindset that you think what Christ thinks about you. Christ says you're an overcomer. That means you already know the end results. So you go after the end results, no matter how many mountains are in your way, you plunge through them with the word of God. And we seal this over you in Jesus name. Amen. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So good. So good. So powerful. Amen. I wanted to real quick touch on uh, the conference that is coming up and the dates are June uh, 21 through 23. Is that correct? July 21. I'm sorry, through July 21 through 23. That's right. Right. And uh, we've conference. got we've got a graphic of that. We can put that up if you want to uh, expound on that some. Yes. See, this is the place to be. And um, Bishop Hammond had this vision. Do you remember the um, Joseph Daniel Company? Absolutely. I, that's where my dad went to that. He heard the word of the Lord. He couldn't even sit down. And Bishop prophesied that you, your company will rise up like a rocket. We had nothing. We were penniless. 
And we went to that and we that's where we started in poverty. And we came out because we heard the word of the Lord. And I sense that it's coming back more stronger. And I feel like um, Christian International is they're the ones to carry it, that mantle. And I, I think you you sense that too, Marty. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's prophetic, you know, and, and it's you're going to be prophesied over your business. It's not just going to be just this virtual conference. That, oh, that's a good speaker. No, you're going to hear from great speakers. And um, it's yes. just going to be a powerful time. Again, it's that mentoring and that empowerment and that impartation, you know, not just information, but impartation. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've got great leaders there. You've got uh, Lance Wallnow, who is an incredible uh, marketplace minister. You've got Chuck Pierce. Uh, you know, you, you can't... Uh, you can't pinpoint Chuck to just one thing. <laughs> he's he's just powerful on multi-level. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you've got Ed Silvoso. Uh, you've got Bishop. You've got uh, uh, Melody Hilton. Uh, you've got s- so many great people uh, releasing the word of the Lord and releasing an empowerment and an impartation. And so I definitely encourage you. And, of course, Chantel Cooley's going to be there, too. <laughs> yeah, I've teamed up with Apostle Gail, and we're going to be coming in and out of the video, of, you know, the, each speaker, and we're going to just prophesy and be really prophetic throughout it. So it's going to, I think it's going to be something that people haven't seen anything like this. It's very focused to the business uh, world, the influencers, marketplace. It doesn't matter. You want yes. to be the business. You can be in other areas, but you're not maybe full-time ministry. You maybe do a little ministry and you do the business. So I think that gets confused. Okay. So, but you can do both. Awesome. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a first and uh, I'm excited to, uh, to be a part of it. I'm, I'm going to attend. I'm going to be opening my ears and my heart to learn and uh, just appreciate, uh, you putting it all together. I know it's you and Gail that put it together, and and uh, it's, it's it's an exciting time in the kingdom of God. And uh, you know, we, I believe we've entered into a double portion season, and uh, things are about to break through onto new levels. Uh, it's a yeah. new it's a new epoch of time, and uh, according to your faith, so be it. Amen. Well, Chantel, thank you so much for being on Speak Life today. Uh, what a privilege to have you. And again, you've got to come back and uh, keep us updated on what God's doing in your ministry. And, and uh, you know, we just bless you. We bless the schools uh, and all that you put your hand to. We just speak the, the anointing of the Lord and the blessing of God over it. And uh, thank you. And we will we will do this again very soon. In the meantime, uh, we will be at that conference on July 21 through 23, online virtual conference, and uh, it's going to be exciting. So thanks so much, and uh, we will see you next time on Speak Life. God bless. Wow. Thank you, Chantel. It was so very inspiring, and uh, what a blessing uh, to so many here in our audience And listen to this prophet. You have a destiny to fulfill, and you have not blown it. 
God can make a way where there is no way. And, you know, the best is yet to come for you. The best is yet to come. I want to prophesy to the wellspring of your spirit. You know, the, God had the children of Israel stand around a well and, and prophesy to a well and say, spring up, O well. Well, I'm prophesying to the wellspring of your spirit, and I'm saying, spring up, O well. Spring up with a new flow, with a new provision, with a new supply. Amen. El Shaddai is more than enough for you and for your family. That's what the word, the name El Shaddai means, more than enough. And you know, if God can do it for her, he can do it for you. Listen, you have his blood. You're, Jesus is part of your family. Uh, you're part of Jesus's family. You, you have the same blood. Uh, and he's not going to let you down. So I want to encourage you tonight, keep the faith. Uh, it, it wasn't that inspirational, Amen. Uh, Just keep the faith. Keep pressing on. God's going to do it. What he said he would do, he will do. Amen. Lord, you're welcome in our homes. You're welcome in our families. You're welcome in our nation. We we decree that every day. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Lord, you are welcome in our home. You are welcome in our family. You are welcome in our nation. You know, remember in Numbers uh, chapter 23 is the story of Balaam. He's the prophet of God who is being paid by Balak, whose name was very similar, by the way. Uh, Balak was an evil king, and he was paying the prophet uh, to curse the people of God. Uh, so much that even at one point, his donkey began to prophesy to, to the prophet Balaam, and calling him a madman, and uh, he, because he wanted to continue to pursue, to try to break God's rules and and do things. But God... Uh, had an angel standing in the way, and the donkey said, listen, are you a madman? There's an angel right there. (laughs) He'll kill us if we continue this way. But the point was, he was continuing to tell him, you cannot curse God's people. You cannot curse God's people. You know, Balak the king pays Balaam a second time to curse the people of God. And God speaks a very clear word to Balaam as prophet, and he says, uh, I refuse to see the sins of my people. Listen to those words. This is what God said to Balaam. I refuse to see the sins of my people, nor will I even see the wickedness among them. Wow. Think about that. So then Balaam prophesies this. The people of God cannot be cursed. The Lord God, Yahweh, is among his people, and the shout of the king is among them. Balaam said, how can I prophesy words that the Lord has not put in my mouth? That's what he told Balak. I cannot curse what God has declared blessed. I want you to think about that today. God's declared you are blessed, just like I was talking about Jacob. Uh, God said, what is your name, Jacob? You're wrestling with circumstances right now, but what is your name? Your name is Jacob. You're the one who got the blessing. And so now I'm going to change your name from Jacob the swindler uh, to Israel, a prince with God. You cannot be cursed because you are blessed. Amen. You cannot curse what God has declared blessed. And God's not holding, according to many scriptures, God is not holding sin against you. If you're a believer, 
the blood of Jesus has made you clean. There's there's nothing that you can do to outsin the amazing grace of God. And I want to be clear today. God is not cursing America. God is still blessing America. We're about to see some major things shift in change in our nation because God is not cursing America. God is still blessing America. God is not looking at the sin, and he's not looking at the wickedness, not at all. God has heard the prayers of the intercessors, and the blood of Jesus is cleansing our land, and the prayers of God's people have prevailed. Uh, And even though uh, the enemy time and time again wants to convince people that we are under God's judgment, Almighty God is not allowing a curse to come upon America the beautiful. He's blessed this nation. How many times have we declared, God bless America? God bless America. Uh, it's, it's all over. And even though uh, even some in the church have tried to say otherwise and try, like Balaam the prophet, to curse this nation, their words of cursing have no power. Listen to this scripture in Numbers 23. This is uh, Balaam again, uh, verses 19 and 20. It says, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Behold, I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. He has blessed, and I cannot reverse it. You are blessed, and nothing can change it. I want to encourage you tonight. Whatever the enemy is trying to to do is being stopped right now. Stopped right now. Whatever the enemy is trying to do in our nation is being stopped right now. I'm telling you, uh, don't be afraid of the reports Uh, of the uh, bad news prophets that are going to try to keep you in fear and keep you uh, in a a time of despair. No, listen to the word of the Lord. You are the blessed. Amen. Has he not spoken it and will it not happen? God has spoken so many blessings over you and you need to stop allowing the enemy to delay you. Just receive the blessing of the Lord. Receive your blessing. Continue to re-prophesy what God has said. Decree a thing. Declare a thing, and it shall be established unto you, and light will shine upon your ways. In other words, decree it, and watch God bring it to pass. I believe you're about to step into purpose. You're stepping into destiny. Amen? And get ready, because everything, everything, everything is realigning and, and aligning for his perfect will right now. Don't believe the lies of the enemy. You are not the cursed. You are the blessed. This is not the end. Is this the end of of time? No, this is not the end. God is turning everything around in this moment for his people to see his faithfulness again. Amen. Uh, Revelations 19, it says, And the kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, the church. And so, listen, we're not going uh, to have to go hide out. No, we're going to rule and walk in authority and dominion in the earth. The kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, the church. And so, you're not cursed, you're blessed.
Listen, God is going to cause greater blessing to come upon you. That's what all this realignment is all about. He's realigning you to his purposes, realigning the people of God to his purposes. Amen. And it's all about to change for the good. Amen. I want to thank all of you who continue to stand with us here at Speak Life. Uh, Thank you for those who have sown into this ministry and the propagating of the prophetic here that we do. I also want you to know that we are planning an online prophetic conference uh, with some of the strongest prophets and apostles uh, in the world today. It's going to be great. And uh, so stay, stay tuned. We'll have more information coming on that very soon. Uh, but let that begin to whet your appetite for what God's about to do. Uh, and, and you're a part of this. And, and uh, let me just say this. How about prophetic training classes online? Uh, you're called to prophesy. You remember we talked about that before. Uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 3, I think it is. It says, you may all prophesy. We are all called to prophesy and to do so with such incredible accuracy. Uh, that's what we're called to. Why do you think people who are very famous want a word from me? Because of the accuracy that God gives. And there are many things that I can teach you and equip you with so that you too can know the voice of the Lord clearly. Clearly. Amen. And God is raising up an army of prophetic champions, and you are one of them. You are the blessed today. You, For such a time as this, God's raised you up. And we'll have more information coming on all of that very soon. Now, if you so desire to sow a seed and to help us continue to release the word of the Lord to the nations uh, and equip the people of God, there are several ways you can do that. You can text any amount to the number on your screen right now. It's 84321. Text any amount to the number 84321. You can also click on the link on our website at lifepointchurch.cc or at martylayton.com. Either one of those, uh, there's a giving link that you can click on there. Uh, Or if you prefer to mail in your tax-deductible offering, you can mail it to P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. And if you're watching on social media, there's a link in the comment section. You can click on that link and you can you can give that way. Uh, and again, I want to thank you for standing with us. I promise to always pour out fresh new wine from the Holy Spirit. I promise to always be prepared and give you my best. Amen. I want to thank today's sponsor of Speak Life, Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Listen, Mike is an is an amazing warrior, patriot of God. Uh, fighting on the front lines for the freedoms that we hold dear right here in America the Beautiful. Please go and check out the products that he has at MyPillow.com. These these are incredible products. We use these products. We use the pillows, the, the slippers, the towels, the sheets. We use all the products. And really, these are truly the best. If you're having trouble sleeping, you need a my pillow pillow. I'm telling you, it changed my sleep habits. <clears throat> but let me just say this: when you go to mypillow.com, if you use my name Marty as your promo code, that's M-A-R-T-Y Marty as your promo code, uh, you'll receive the dif- d- deepest discounts available 
off of your purchase. Right now they're having a clearance sale. And so some of these things you'll get up to 90% off. It's incredible. And so use the promo code Marty and you'll get that discount. If you prefer to make a phone call and place your order that way, uh, you can call the number 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. Remember to give them the promo code Marty and uh, and that'll give you that discount. Listen, this is a great way to support Speak Life. It's a great way to support uh, the broadcast here, and it's a and you get products in return, and you're also supporting the patriotic work of Mike Lindell. Amen. Again, I want to thank you for tuning in to Speak Life. Join us next week for more prophetic ministry, prophetic conversations, cutting-edge leaders. Uh, If you enjoyed this and you were blessed by this ministry, please leave us a five-star review. I want to remind you to follow me on all social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Getter, on Facebook, on Parler, on YouTube, on Rumble, all the platforms. Uh, there's several of them. Uh, just look for at Marty Layton, the at sign Marty Layton. You can also watch this show live every Friday at 7 p.m. Central on Facebook, on YouTube, on Rumble, on Frank Speech. And I want to thank you for telling others about the Speak Life show. Uh, and I want to encourage you to go to frankspeech.com. Watch the the broadcasts that are there and avail yourself of the other shows that are there as well. I want to thank you for helping us reach more people with this prophetic ministry. Please take a second to subscribe to the Speak Life podcast. You can find our podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, uh, on Amazon, uh, on the Charisma Podcast Network, on iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts, we're there. So thank you again, and remember to keep your spiritual ears and eyes open. You're a prophetic generation, and God is always talking. Proverbs 18.21 declares, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So I want to remind you to always speak life. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.